Hello, hello, hello. This is Melissa Evelyn, and today on the Ranting Shop, we're going to be talking about a couple of things that I find problematic in St. Lucian culture, and I feel like this is the time that we should become more transparent and speak about these issues in an attempt to make the society better for our children. And um, this issue that I want to speak about particularly is um, how easy it is for St. Lucians to shame people and to lead with negative emotion. Okay, this is what I want to elaborate on today. So what led me to this topic is I saw a post recently from Lucian Memes. And Lucian Memes, I suppose, is a meme type of Instagram site that mostly makes fun of, you know, various little things like someone misspelling something or just people doing crazy things and seeing crazy things. Sometimes it might be funny and sometimes it's just downright disrespectful. But I guess that's all in the nature of memeing, I guess. So I was like scrolling through and I saw that, you know, a bus driver was speaking. I don't know if it was the bus driver or if it was someone speaking on behalf of the bus driver. But he was saying that or showing us that there was period blood on the seats and he was saying that bus drivers have to go through a lot because look at this this is disgusting and the driver has to be the one cleaning it at the end of the day what i say to this is that That should be expected of a bus driver to clean up messes like these. I say this because as a driver, as a bus driver, you should know that at some point or the other, there is going to be bodily fluids on your bus. For whatever reason, you have to expect that. And the reason why I say this is because people have various illnesses. There's so many things that could happen to someone on a bus ride that they're unable to control. For example, let's let's start with you have... A problem with just riding buses on the whole when you ride buses you get sick okay and you cannot control it it's just something that happens to you it has a lot to do with balance it has a lot to do with um, 
um, your center of gravity on a bus and it being disaligned and so on, it makes you sick. I happen to have that. And it's something where you cannot control what comes out because you really get sick. The only reason you can probably save the bus from your bodily fluids is if you stop the bus and run off and throw up on the side of the road or some or perhaps bring up a, 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 a puke bag that you could um, puke in. But sometimes we just are not so lucky and things just happen. And unfortunately, the buses get dirty and um, the bus drivers may have to clean it. So we just talked about one thing, vomiting. You might just get sick and vomit, you know. Um, you might have a diary, a diarrhea or diarrhea. That's something you can't control. And you might shit all over the bus. Not because you intend on pooping on the bus, but because you have little to no control of your bowels and you happen to be on a bus at that time and you cannot control it. And you end up pooping on the bus. You know what I mean? Now, are you telling me that drivers do not think that that could actually be a possibility and could happen to them? Do bus drivers really think that this just cannot happen to them and they don't need to make provisions for it? Is that how bus drivers are thinking? You have to make provisions for anything. As a bus driver, the job is not as cut and paste as a lot of people want to make it seem like it is. It's not just a matter of driving people from one location to another. Sometimes you have to do certain things that are, I guess, not aligned with your job description. You might have to be a doctor, you might have to be a nurse, you might have to be a, you know, hostage negotiator. You never know what could happen on buses, you know. But I'm speaking specifically of bodily fluids. So I've spoken about vomiting, I've spoken about diarrheas. Now I'm going to speak about periods. Now, the bus driver is a male, and it is completely understandable that males have no idea what periods are, how they make us feel, or anything of that nature. I would assume that in this day and age, males and females are making it a point to be more transparent, more knowledgeable about various things, I mean, knowledge is at our fingertips, literally. Everyone has a smartphone. Most smartphones, or I should say all smartphones, you have access to the internet. And you're able to Google things that you have no idea about. Research on it, make yourself aware, make yourself um, understand what's happening. So that when certain situations arise, 
you have the mental capabilities or the mental knowledge, you know, to know how to navigate through whatever situation may arise. As a female, you know, we have, I don't know if it's a blessing or a curse. It depends on how you see it. Sometimes it might be curses for people because period pains are painful. If you grew up with no painful periods, that's a, that's a blessing. That's a complete blessing because period pains are no joke. They could literally cancel your whole entire day because you're that painful and they hurt that much. Um, relating back to the man and, you know, the period blood and everything like that, people will respond to it by, especially a lot of, I mean, I mean, a lot of solutions might say, oh, that's so disgusting, ew, that person nasty, that person see to do that on the person bus. That type of reaction, we need to stop that, first of all. We need to really stop that. We need to be more sympathetic and more empathetic towards people. We're not shaming people for things that they cannot control. Not in this day and age. Not that we, not now that we know better. We're not doing that. We're not standing for that. We're not accepting that. We should lead with more sympathy. Somebody bleeds on your bus. It could very well have been. I'm pretty sure it was a mistake. It was something that they couldn't control. It was uncontrollable. I'm pretty sure they didn't mean to bleed on your bus. I'm pretty sure they did not want to bleed on your bus. Because that's an embarrassing situation. You know, it's happened to me sometimes, like a couple of times, where I have been on a bus and unbeknownst to me, when I get off the bus, my the back of my outfit is bloody. It's embarrassing and somebody had to tell me, hey, your, your skirt is bleed, your skirt has blood on it. It's embarrassing. It's not something you want people to see. Especially in public. Girls on their periods. Females. Women. It's extremely like nerve-wracking for us. To have our periods. Because it's like. We're constantly checking to see if. We've bled through our clothes. It's a fear. Trust me. You don't want people to know that you're bleeding. You don't want people to point out that you're bleeding to you. It's very personal and it's very, um, it's a situation of great sensitivity for females. Because yes, we know that all females go through periods, but nobody wants to actually bleed so that everybody could see that, hey, that person is bleeding. That's embarrassing. Sometimes we have irregular periods. We don't quite know when our periods are coming. So as a result of that, we might be on a bus, you know. 
view for ticasteries, you don't know. And all of a sudden feel some liquid, you know, go down from there. And we're terrified and we're panicked. But what can we do? What can we do? We can't do anything. Oh, oh crap. My period has come today. And I'm on a bus. There's literally nothing you can do. The only thing you could do is to always keep yourself prepared by having a spare pad or a spare tampon or something near you on the bus. But even if you do have it, if it's not quite on, then there's still nothing you can do. You could have it in your bag, but if you don't have it on you, there's literally still nothing you can do. So... I guess a panty shield might help. It might hold off until you get to the location that you have to get and you're able to change. But sometimes it's just not in our control. You get off the bus, you see blood. What can you do other than tell the driver, hello driver, this is so embarrassing. I didn't know my period. Well, you don't have to see all of that, but hello driver, I apologize. I bled on your seats. I wasn't aware that, you know, my period was here or coming or anything. Um, I could offer you an extra to clean it or whatever the case may be. Or maybe that person is so embarrassed that they just ran off the bus. But as a driver, I believe that we sh you should lead with more sympathy. And try to see where that person is possibly coming from. It could be the person might be very well embarrassed. The person may not even know that they bled on your seats. So to... And also to stigmatize it. In St. Lucia, we love stigmatizing things. Everything is is, is uh, disgusting. Everything is, um, is terrible. We never stop to think. We never stop to be empathetic of others. And what they may be going through. We need to stop that in the Caribbean. We need to stop that in St. Lucia. We cannot have a generation of heartless people. We cannot have a generation of um, people who lack empathy. We oftentimes say that, especially when it comes to the topic of climate change, we always talk about leaving the earth for our future, you know, but we never talk about being better people for our future. We never really speak about becoming better people. We need to become more sympathetic people. We cannot lead with negativity. We cannot lead with bashing. We cannot lead with anger. We cannot do that. Leading with anger, leading with shaming people, that does nothing positive for the person, for the situation. Yes, you are angry. Somebody bled on your seats. 
as a driver, you have to expect things like that to happen. Sometimes these things are out of our control. And the last thing we need is to be shamed because of something that occurs naturally. Periods are something we should not stigmatize. We should not make fun of these things. We should not make people who go through these issues feel less than. We should not belittle. I'm not quite sure how the individual responded to that. I'm not sure if they just simply got off the bus and paid and left or if they told the driver or the driver just found it out while he was you know just checking the bus i don't know what happened but we need to lead with more sympathy you know we have a serious problem when it comes to sympathy empathy showing love showing emotion in the Caribbean. We need to stop that. You know, now that mental health is becoming something that's more, I should say, less taboo. We should seek better ways of communicating to people. We don't know how leading with aggression can hurt someone. You know, I understand that if we go back in history and we look into the sugarcane fields and the cotton fields and things like that, women, black women, black men, because of the circumstances we were put in, being slaves, we grew up with a sort of heartlessness, a sort of callousness when it came to rearing our children, when it came to approaching just life, things that happens in life, a simple mistake, the callousness with which we approach these things affect the children so much, affect the people around you so much. And I feel like we're unaware of that. We un we're unaware of how this heartlessness affects ourselves and affects people. I mean, at some point it was a survival, a survival emotion. Be heartless, take the pain, take the abuse. But I feel like it is time for us to heal. We need to start healing. We need to start taking care of our mental health. We need to become more empathetic. We need to become more sympathetic people. It's important for our next generation. We do not want a next generation of heartless people. For our world to become a better place, we need more sympathetic people people that are willing to listen people that are less willing to lead with anger and aggression and negative emotion we need to really stop this 
I know it's a process. It's going to be a process. It's going to be something that we have to work on as Caribbean people, as St. Lucian people. You know, I remember just not really growing up myself in a very loving home. At least not expressively loving. As in not a lot of, not hugs, not a lot of hugs, not a lot of kisses, not a lot of tender, sweet words of affirmation and all these types of things. And my experience is just like growing up very, like my my mother likes to call it hardback. Like just not very emotional. And that's not a positive thing. That's not something to praise. You know, a lot of parents like to lead with anger, beat up the children, beating up children. That's not progressive. And it leads back to slavery times and how our ancestors were beat up and had to take it and had to deal with it. We have to, we know better now. We know better now. And if we don't know better now, there's books, there's internet resources to open up our minds and engage in new ways of thinking for a better future. We're not beating children. We don't, we're not doing this anymore. That's not productive. We're just making angry children. And although people might say that, oh, they turned out well when their parents beat them or whatever the case may be, there are still better approaches to dealing with children than beating them. You may have turned out even better if your parents had probably approached the rearing stage in a more sympathetic way, you know? I don't know, I just feel like As a society, we just need to lead with more sympathy, more grace. We're a very shaming society. We like to shame others. We love to belittle others. It's a disgusting thing. It's a cancer. And we need to stop that. St. Lucians, Caribbean people, let's be more understanding, you know, let's do the work, the self, the self-growth, let's do that for our children's sake, for our future's sake, for our sake, let's change the narrative don't shame people because you don't understand why they did a particular thing or why they do certain things we should lead with a level of understanding like the bible says to be slow to to anger we should really practice that because the Caribbean is a very Christian-based society. 
but yet there's certain values that we haven't grasped as yet. We definitely need to start. Need to stop bashing people and belittling, belittling people and let's come into the new age. Let's treat people better. Let's become better people for ourselves, for our society. I think I'm going to stop here with the our first topic and we'll pick up the next episode and I want everybody to be safe, be warm, be positive, be productive and enjoy the rest of your day. See you next time on The Ranting Shop with Melissa.